Virginia Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to where Energy and Medicine meet. We are live here in Seattle, an overcast, kind of cold Seattle. I mean, really, I had to wear my um, little jacket today and... uh, not flip-flops, you know, some sandals that actually cover my feet a little bit more. But I heard the weather's going to be great this weekend. Is that what you heard too, Eric? Do you re- recall? It's looking very nice indeed. Yay, yeah, yay, yay. Well, my assistant Alyssa is going to a wedding this weekend, so we want great weather for the yeah. wedding. So we're just going to send bright light to um, the Washington area to make sure that we have beautiful, beautiful wedding-type energy. Well, yesterday it was so warm oh and, my gosh. and so hot last night that, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to have a little bit of a cool-down day. <laughs> When I saw a few little sprinkles, I was not upset about it, but it's like, oh my gosh, I'm back to wearing my fleeces. Yeah, we, we're going back and forth this summer for sure. <laughs> we certainly are. So today on the show, we are going to be talking about the fifth layer of the field. I'm going to give you a big explanation about the auric field and the layers of the field. And before we actually get going, I just want to thank everyone again for listening to the show. It is an honor to do this show. It's um, a blessing. It's a very humbling experience, I must admit as well. I've met so many amazing people that I've actually read their books and that I actually get to talk to on the air and then sometimes meet them in person when they come to Seattle or if we happen to be speaking at the same event. So it's been an absolute pleasure. So I just want to thank everyone again from around the country and of course our international callers who call in as well and listeners, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate your dedication to this show and we hope that it continues to be informative and delicious and fun for you and of course healing above all. So uh, every human being, every living thing actually, has an aura around it. And I, I know most people are familiar with the term aura, even more so than even chakras, which I always find fascinating. So the auric field um, hugs the body. It begins at about two to three inches away from your physical body. And it's actually divided into seven layers. The auric field, just as the chakra system, really extends through eternity. But I always focus on the physical reality and earth human life because my job is to help humans enjoy their life here. So that's why I stay focused and grounded in the human reality. So the average auric field extends approximately seven feet. However, you know, the more you run energy in the body, the more comfortable you are in your own being, and the more you allow light in your awareness and your consciousness, the auric field actually is meant to extend three city blocks. At least that's my perception of it. So in these seven layers that are divided, they're actually quite magical, very powerful pieces of energy. I believe even more effective than chakras. But as an energy worker, many times we have to work on balancing someone's chakra system before we can spend a lot of time in their energy fields. But energy fields are very powerful. Each one of them will either have a name or a phrase upon it to help you understand what its divine connection to you is and, and what its capabilities are in your life. And today we're talking about the fifth layer of the field. It is um, a blue color field. It's structured. So it has a lot of 
light beams in it that hold it together. And when we look at the aura, the odd-numbered fields are structured, the even-numbered fields are unstructured, and the structured fields kind of hold it all together. And the phrase, the popular phrase that's on this um, particular field is called the divine plan. That comes from Barbara Brenham's work. I usually call it the destiny because it's all about your destiny. Everyone has a life plan, a destiny, things that they're meant to do, and natural gifts and talents that people have. Everyone has them. Everyone is amazing and incredible being, truly, whether you believe it or not, you really are. And so to activate the fifth layer of the field, that's when the fifth chakra comes into play, because speaking our truth has a lot to do with activating our destiny. So if you're wondering what you want to do in your life that brings you great pleasure and passion, then work on speaking your truth so you can activate the fifth layer of your field. So we'll continue to talk about this throughout the hour and bring more information, and I'll talk about the other fields as well. But why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Eric? All right. Sounds like a great idea. Let's talk to Monica calling all the way from Littleton, Colorado. Hi, Monica. How are you? Marie, hey, it's Monica. I talked with you a couple weeks ago, and you did indeed help me with my fifth layer at that time. Oh, (laughs) good. Perfect. Yes, it was great. Thank you. What happened? What happened? Well, I'm exploring classes. We talked about um, I want to raise my intuitive abilities and become a a counselor. Oh, right. Um, Yes. Okay. And so so I'm looking into, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, which direction to take with that specifically. Um, And I think I've got a couple of good leads, but I want to do a little bit more exploration on that before I you know, hit on the right one for myself. That's fantastic. So what can I do for you today? I'm excited. Well, today, I'm 48 years old, and I still get zits. What is up (laughs) with that? So is today your birthday, or are you just stating that um, today you're well, 48? Well, no, a couple weeks ago. It was oh, my birthday. happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. And I'm, I'm actually a year older than you, and yes, uh-huh. my face has been breaking out for about a year. So it's hormonal, because you, uh-huh. and, you know, most people in their late 40s, moving into their early 50s, are having ho- hormonal shifts in their body, just like we did when we were teenagers, right. but in a different way, okay. you know? <laughs> so it's, it's hormonal. Um, I would certainly talk to a holistic practitioner about taking herbs to right. now naturally stimulate your reproductive organs to help balance the hormones. It's the estrogen and progestion. And and what's hard about it is that we never know which one's going to go lower or higher as we move through menopause. Mm -hmm. So they kind of play this interesting dance where they don't necessarily level off together like they're meant to. They actually kind of, one depletes and one accelerates and then the other one depletes and the next one accelerates. That's why some months you could have really clear complexion Mm -hmm. and go, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next month you wake up and you feel like you're 13. So the good part about it is it's okay to be 13 when you're 48. Okay, good. (laughs) And 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 the great thing about it is hopefully hopefully you're overproducing some oil in your face, which kind of breaks down the wrinkle factor. Yeah. So so try to think of it as a positive and that you're joining the troops of adolescents around the world rather than moving into what we typically call midlife. Okay. Can I ask you, um, Marie, how many guides do I have, please? You have seven. Okay. Yeah, and seven's a really cool number because uh, it's about spirituality. Okay. And so what it means to me when I see someone with seven guides is that you your job is to be dedicated to your spiritual path and you know, kind of going off of it isn't going to serve you. Like you'll feel it pretty quickly. It's like being on a smooth highway and then turning onto a kind of a nasty dirt road. Mm. Yeah, so for you, it's gonna. It's very important that you stay dedicated to your spiritual path. Okay, yeah. I will do. Even in solitude, you know, you don't have to like yell it from the rooftops, but just right. keep, you know, keep this kind of wonderful connection as much as you can to source. 
thank you so much, You're Marie. Welcome. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you too. <laughs> Take care. And good luck with your classes. Thank you. I will I'll be reporting back how things were going. Thank you so much. Have a Take great care. day. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Now we're gonna come back to Washington here and talk to Chet uh, in Kirkland. Hi, Chet. How are you? Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Oh, you well, were at class last night, weren't you? I was, yeah. Yes. And, uh, I, uh, I have a, a question, well, a couple of questions, actually, and they're, they're, not, they're off topic. They're not... Uh, they're not about north. the fifth layer of uh, the field? No. so is that a problem? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay, all right. I want to uh, know that, first, how do I develop uh, uh, sound, uh, hearing sound? when uh, interacting with my guides. Right. Well, for me, when, when I look at all the multisensory abilities that we have, like mm-hmm. clairvoyance, clairaudience, which is the one that you're asking about, yes. clairsentient, um, it, to me, that's the toughest one, the ability okay. to hear. Now, mm-hmm. that may not be true for all psychics and mediums. I, I always feel like if someone has the ability to be clairaudient, then they have all the clairs. And I, I remember you, because you told me you were actually going to call into the radio show yeah. today, because I didn't get to answer your questions last night. Well, they weren't on topic. Last oh, time. that's okay. And uh, and you've been to the classes before, so I know that you're a clairvoyant because we've talked about your sight. Right. So mm-hmm. for a lot of clairvoyants, the clairaudience actually can come across almost like typed language instead of actually hearing it like a voice. Uh-huh. Once you recognize that it's kind of like a typed language coming through, mm-hmm. then you start to recognize the melody or tones that are, you know, until you can actually... Um, get a clue onto the voice. All so right. if you start to get words in your mm-hmm. mind, mm-hmm. think of that as a form of clairaudience and allow yourself to kind of sit with the words okay. and then you'll be able to move more into a progressive place of hearing them. Okay. I'm not getting that yet either. Uh, okay. I'm fairly new at all this. <clears throat> I do hear sound occasionally. Okay, so what kind of sound do you hear? Uh, I hear like people speaking, ah. but they're not speaking to me. Oh, it so you're already like, doing it. Well, yes, but it was, uh, okay, I saw uh, like a class uh-huh. where, where they were holding a class. I was outside the door, and I could hear the instructor speaking inside. Great. Okay, the so. window, of course, was a very beautiful blue. That's but, great. Okay, and then another one where uh, a bunch of, uh, well, probably spirit guides were meeting, having a meeting, uh-huh. uh, and uh, I could hear sound there. That's perfect. But, so, okay, but not like from one spirit guide to me. Okay, so, you know, Chat, what you want to do is not complain about something <laughs> okay. you already have. All right. And and the more you can appreciate your experiences, because those sound like fabulous experiences. I can hear, hear people who are listening to the show going, oh, my gosh, I wish that had happened to me. Uh-huh. So I want you to appreciate the experience. I do. Okay. Every one of them. Okay, and that that is Claire audience, by the way. Yes. All uh-huh. right. And then, then you'll be able to have more of that connection back and forth or independent conference with someone else so you're doing great okay celebrate Uh, it uh, all right what they're doing more or less is showing me um like visions to answer questions i have perfect you know it it, i see things rather than hear things well it sounds like you do both (laughs) yeah so you already have it congratulations thank you my second question and this is just uh, uh i see the colors i see are uh Indigo, and it has a violet sheen on it. Okay, uh-huh. the sheen has designs in it which vary. Do mm-hmm. you have any idea what those signify or what they are? Well, here's the interesting 
part mm-hmm. about vision is humans get so caught up in all the little mm-hmm. um, details of their yes. visions mm-hmm. when it, we're supposed to really enjoy them and, and let them be playful, and not everything actually has an actual meaning. Okay, you know, all right. So I would just have fun with it and think, wow, that your guides are very creative. <laughs> yeah. They make it really fun for you okay. and all yeah. of those things. Yeah. Well, you're aware that they do make fun. Yeah. With me, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, these things vary from like, uh, old, it might be river rock, it might be squares, it might be rectangles. Right. It might be, you know, all kinds of things. Right. So, uh, and it so sounds, those, those are just kind of fun things. Fun things, and they're helping okay. you get your vision so that you can identify, have a know the difference between River Rock and, and whatever else you're seeing. <laughs> I, I see. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for calling Thank in. You. Have a and great I, I day. I appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you so much, Chet. Bye bye. All right, we've got our next caller on the line now. It's Chris from Seattle. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm a little nervous. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. I've never heard this question before. Mm-hmm. Um, someone broke in my house within the last 48 hours, and I was wondering if you could get any kind of energy reading to give me any clues of which way to go. Like the next indicated depth, I have one or two possibilities. Mm-hmm. And did you, you notified the police? I'm at work. I'm working a short day, and I'm going to do that as soon as I get off, yes. Okay, so this happened but 48 hours ago, and you have Within the last 48, and I'd be probably to say within the last 24. Okay. But I did cleanse the house this morning. Okay, so in the future, if you know that someone's broken into your home, I would prefer that you call the police right away. All right. You know, that's what I would really recommend because you never know if someone's still around or maybe the police can identify doors that need to be repaired or windows that need to be locked better. So I would recommend that you get the police involved right away. It looks like one person and it's not teenagers. So it looks like a male adult to me, single person who broke into the home. It might even be someone you know. Yeah. Okay. So, and maybe that that was your hesitation in notifying the police. But uh, regardless if this is someone you know, um, if they've come in your home and, you know, invaded your space, then you definitely want to make sure that your space is safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is one thing, that, another thing that you can do on top of this. In fact, what I would do is when you're done talking with us or listening to the show or before that is actually call the police from work so that they can make an appointment to come over and, and be there later on this afternoon when you get home. Call who? The police. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, just have a, a phone call with them so that they can come over and, and safeguard the okay. house. Okay. Uh, my, it might be the people that live across the street. Whoever it is, you want to yeah. make sure that your home is safeguarded. You know, that's very important and that you're safe. But So he, here's the interesting point that I want to point out. When our homes are robbed or our cars or, you know, things of that nature that happen, it also uh-huh. is an indicator that perhaps your energy isn't where, you know, isn't in a, a bright place. Like maybe you have, you're running a lot of confused energy or uh-huh. perhaps you're scared or maybe you're really frustrated about something. So that means that your energy in your home and your car is also perhaps not as stable as it could be that makes it a little bit more vulnerable for potential thieves to come through or mischievous individuals. So I would definitely start running bright light around your home and within Uh yourself, and I would get happy. Yeah, I 
I think that's very important is that you spend time getting happy so that you can attract more bright light to your home and uh, and to your car and to your own being. Because people who um, tend to steal, their energy isn't exactly happy. And and so like attracts like. If we're feeling frustrated and confused, um, then we may attract other people who are feeling frustrated and confused, but they may be thieves, even though you're not one. So we want to shift your energy so that thieves won't be able to recognize your home or your car. They won't be attracted to it and that the environment will stay safe. Okay. Okay. Do I have any guides? Yeah, you you have nine guides. Mind? Nine. The number nine. Oh, nine. Yeah, you have nine guides, which means that you're seriously thinking about um, limiting your time here on Earth. Like you might be, you know, rounding down to maybe mm-hmm. not too many more lifetimes here on the, on the planet. It's a conclusion mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know how old your soul is. Perhaps I'm not getting a read on that right now. But I think that you're kind of coming down to some conclusion. Like you're kind of done with Earth. Very old soul. Okay. Very old. So old soul, surround your home with white light and call the police, please. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful Mm day. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. I just want to quickly give out the phone numbers if folks want to call into the show today. You can at 425-373-5527 if you're in the local area, or you can call toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. 825-8828. Now we have another caller on the line. We've got Julia calling from San Francisco. Hi, Julia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good. What can I do for you today? Yeah, I just had a couple of questions. Sure. So the first one, it just has to do with my career and my sort of divine purpose. I love that. And thank you. You're on topic, too. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's Yay. great. <laughs> um, so I just actually recently started a new job. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and it's not the job I want to do forever, but I think... I like it. Yeah, I agree. agree. It's not your destiny, but it's easier. It's it's more fun. I see you more relaxed. I see a healthy social connection as well. And so sometimes, you know, we need those kind of jobs so that we can be more creative when we're not at work, so that we're not so burnt out or run down or depleted that when you get home, you can actually have time to daydream and... And magically create, you know, spend time creating more of what you would like to have. So I like right. the job. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not so concerned with the job at the moment. It's mm-hmm. more what I want to do. Getting, I feel like I want to get more focused on more of my divine purpose. So do you, and, do you have an idea of what that could be? Well, yeah. I would Good. love to do something in like the um, intuitive healing arts. Wonderful. And, um, I started getting into some of that a few months ago and, and earlier and had a lot of change going on and sort of shut down mm-hmm. because I was sort of um, freaked out by whatever was happening and felt overwhelmed. I had a lot, I've had a lot of change in the last few months. Well, you know, when you talked about that you started to go in that direction and I mean, uh-huh. no disrespect to the classes you were taking or whatever you were doing, uh-huh. but it wasn't positive enough. Some, okay. Sometimes some, you know, just like in every frame of reference, some people are really positive. Some people uh-huh. tend to be more negative. And when you're going to study spirituality or in, intuition, I would love for you to choose 
you know, whether it's a book or a class, Mm -hmm. someone who has a really positive swing on it. Because you you do have an area, when I look in your aura, I'm on the second layer of your field, which is about Mm -hmm. all your emotions. I'm Uh also on the right-hand side of your auric field. And and I can go inside kind of a little bit of a hole, kind of like a rabbit hole, but Mm -hmm. I'd call it like a black hole if we were in space. (laughs) And and it's this place where you can get negative, where you can go down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. emotionally. So it's important for you when you're studying mysticism that you learn from those who have a really positive swing on it. Okay. It'll make it easier for you and a lot more fun. And then you won't have kind of, you know, bizarre things happening unexpectedly that pull you off track. Okay. So that's what I would recommend. And I think it's the right path for you. I do. Okay. So you do like, I know that there's, there's things I need to, to deal with first in order to really open myself up. You know, there's some core issues I probably need to... Yeah, like master. your confidence. I would, yes. I would love for you to look in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful you are and yeah. and what a wonderful person you are and that you deserve to have all the happiness that you could possibly imagine. Yes. I think that would be lovely for you to have. Okay. Okay, but yeah, no, you know, part of my job is to help healers heal. Yes. That's why I attract a lot of people who have abilities in the healing arts okay. and why I encourage individuals to study and move in that direction because that's a big part of my life purpose. So you do see, though, that like once I move through some of these issues that I have potential to do intuitive work. I said yes. yes. Yeah. No, it's it's Is fine it that you ask. You can, yeah, you can ask the question 45 times. It will <laughs> it always be the matter. same. Okay. Yeah, the answer is yes. And and I, I wouldn't even, you don't even have to spend a whole lot of time working on the issues. Uh-huh. I just want you to, cho- to choose more positive people to learn from or to okay. read from. Uh-huh. And, then, and then also work on your confidence in every okay. area of your life, not just right. mysticism. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So is it sunny in San Francisco? It just got sunny. Oh, so well, it was great earlier. Well, send us a few beams of light. Okay. Is there, can I ask one more question? Okay, quickly. Okay. So um, I just, in terms of my finding my divine mate, I'm just really ready to fall in mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I was told a few months ago that my heart chakra was closed. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, I'm worried that if I don't, I'm not able to open it, mm-hmm. that I won't be able to attract the partner that I want. Right. So, um, well, first of all, I don't see your heart chakra as closed, um, okay. but, but I wouldn't like work so hard on attracting the mate uh-huh. until you build up some of your confidence okay. and, and more self-love because people can only love us to the level that we love ourselves. Okay. Yeah. And so I would work on that, spend time okay. creating the life that you want for yourself. And then that person can just float right in when you least okay. expect it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's so. not like terribly far away, but I would work on those other things first. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a fabulous day. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Now we've got Maureen on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Hi, Marie. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm wondering about my energy field, the fifth field, but some other fields too, because my father just got out of the hospital. and, And a couple years ago, you told me that he was going to have some problems in a couple of years and you were right. And Aww. I, and you know, he's home now, but I'm just wondering if I picked up some of his feelings. Well, you know, it's hard. It's yeah. because your dad's health is depleting kind of rapidly from what I can see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I laid let him out of the hospital, so obviously he's doing better, you yeah. know, but I just feel like his time here on earth is, you know, is, is dwindling. And I think it's scary for your dad, you know, oh, it is. Oh, and yeah. so you're picking up on all the fear yep. in, in, because of course you love your father and you don't want him to be afraid. And he doesn't have some of, you know, the, he doesn't have a belief system about the other side 
perhaps? I don't even think he has a strong religious belief system. Is that true? Well, no, he really does. Hmm. Pretty much. In terms of religion or or spirituality? Yeah, he and my mother both still attend church, and they're both still... but, you know, everybody still has doubts. You can go to church as often as you want, but people probably still have doubts. Well, it could be that, um, you know, since he does go to church, that he could have belief systems based in fear. That's true. Yeah, I don't know what church he goes to or what, you know, belief systems he's been indoctrined to. But I just feel all this fear, and I didn't feel it um, towards... Um, you know, like he has a strong spiritual belief, so he knows everything's going to be okay. And even the religious belief that he has, I can't really feel it. I, I just, I, it's really interesting, but I don't feel it. So what I'd love for you to do is actually spend some time talking to him about this. Okay. Yeah, and, and you can do it in a very general way. It doesn't even have to be that he has to have your belief system. But I think if your father could have some time to talk about his fears, then it's going to be easier on his body to, A, number one, stay here longer. And for whatever time that he's going to be here, make it more enjoyable for him. And then um, I, I think it'll be a fun way for you and your dad to bond. I agree. I think that would be. Yeah, and he's ready. And, and it'll be interesting to see what he has to say about religion, because now I'm so curious, since yeah. I can't, I don't see rosary or a crucifix or anything in his auric field that would give me an indication that he has a strong religious belief. So maybe he's yawning in church or taking a nap. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah so that, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Have a okay. wonderful day. You too. Bye. Alrighty. Bye-bye. And we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. We're yielding the airwaves to the Seattle Storm game this Sunday, but we'll be back August 1 with a three-hour show. And on Monday evening, August 2, come to our Metaphysical Mixer and Listener Party in Bothell. Meet your favorite show guests in person and connect with some of this area's most talented intuitives. Details are on our website at GaryMance.com or call 206-409-3499. That's 206-409-3499. three-hour show on August 1, Metaphysics with Food and Friends on August 2, The Gary Mance Show. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing knowledge of energy medicine. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements during deep meditation that will allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. If you are interested in learning more about Marie and what is on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook. You can post a comment to her wall and search her page for upcoming events. 
sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It will be a healing experience that you will garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. The new mainstream of talk radio, Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and we're talking about the auric field, the fields that surround your body. So each one of them is approximately about a foot in width, except for the first layer of the field. It's about three, maybe four inches. That one's called the physical reality. The second layer of the field is the emotional response system. The third layer of the field is the mental plane. That's where most human beings enlarge their auric field is on their mental plane because we tend to think way too much. How do we know how big it is? Is there somebody out there with a tape measure that can see yeah, these Yeah, people like and... me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although we're working on technology that allows us to take pictures of the auric field. Uh-huh. And, and and they're out there already. You know, They're not as great as we would like them to be, but they definitely give us some idea of size and color. So, yeah, so someone like me can tell. Like, y- your um, mental plane, Eric, is about three feet. Is that good? Well... <laughs> Um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> He's like, uh-oh, you know, a little bit nervous there. So remember, I've been saying it was about four feet, but... Oh, well, um, you could be right. You could be right. It's four feet. But you want it about one foot, you okay. know, because it means that you overthink, you overprocess, oh, okay. you overanalyze. So it should be smaller. Smaller. Smaller yeah. is better. Okay. Smaller is well, better you know for the mental they say. plane. It's not the size of the auric field. <laughs> it's right. what you do with it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because what we want to do is be able to move from one field to the next, use all of its wonderful capacities and not get stuck on one. So the mental plane is the third layer. Yours is about three feet, but if you want it to be four feet, okay, no, but I'll, no, we'll stick with three. I'm trying yeah. to really in <laughs> The fourth layer of the field is about relationships, um, how we feel in relationships, being able to maintain our own integrity within all of our relationships, not give our power away or over, overexert our power, learn to be vulnerable and really love and be compassionate. Um, and the fifth layer of the field is the destiny It's about our life purpose. Sixth layer of the field, of course, is about being multisensory, and it's about being one with all of the universe. And the seventh layer of the field is about our connection to creation, God, source, Buddha, trees, whatever you happen to believe in. I've seen some pretty amazing trees that have given me very much God-like information, (laughs) and that's where we individual eight, where we become our own unique individual. So those are the fields in a nutshell. Yeah, that's very exciting. And I also wanted to bring up um, that next week we're going to have Dr. Holloway. She's a recognized expert in the field of dream interpretation and is frequently invited to be guest on television and radio programs throughout the United States and Canada. Her current research explores the effects of occupational stress and vocational dissatisfaction upon dream images and the specific peak stress. So this is, she's going to be very exciting. It kind of goes along with what we're talking about today. So everybody this week should write down their dreams. Uh, good idea. So they have some ideas on what That's to ask about. That's a great right? idea. And if you're having a reoccurring dream, that could be very important. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't remember your dreams very often and yet you had a vivid one recently, that would definitely be one you want to have to call in for the show. Great idea, Eric. Keep uh, maybe a pad and paper by the bed or uh, maybe like a little voice recorder. Excellent. Eric, you're hired. You are so helpful. <laughs> Thank you. It's fantastic. So let's go back to the phone lines. All right. Let's talk to Margot calling from Linwood. Hi, Margot. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. What can I do for uh, you today? I am in transition mm-hmm. right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, as in, kids are leaving, and I'm going through a divorce. I and know. I'm so sorry, by the way. my When I first heard your voice, it was like my stomach dropped a couple inches. It didn't really. But my heart goes out to you because I, I know that this is a, it's a good time, but it's a hard time. And I'm, my, I'm giving you an energetic hug. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so in, in healing from my divorce, I've been doing um, some energy work, and I'm just new to learning about this um, energy healing. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yay. And um, I would like to, um, I'd like to know if there's, something like where I could help people in my future in Mm -hmm. this area. Mm -hmm. Well, as soon as you get kind of out of your, you know, your, your auric field is like, it's not on fire, but it's, it's, it's under a lot of stress. You know, like when I look at all of the layers of your auric field, they're fairly gray. There isn't a lot of color because each field has its own unique color, which is really interesting. In fact, the even um, numbered fields are multicolored. They're just phenomenal. They're so breathtaking. So you're under a lot of stress, uh, you know, and again, it's mm-hmm. not like it's on fire, but it's like prickly and, and just tension. So yeah, once you're, you're out of that, uh, and, and you can still explore all the things that you love that are bringing you so much joy right now. Um, but once you're out of that, then I think you can more seriously think about how you would want to help people. Because that's the biggest part is wanting to help people is important um, if that's something someone really wants to do because it brings them joy. Like I do my radio show because it makes me happy. Um, I have a practice that I do because it makes me happy. Even if it right. was going to help 10,000 more people, if it wasn't making me happy, I wouldn't do it. So, so as you look at all the different ways that you could potentially affect someone's life, um, look at which, which one brings you the mo- most joy and you don't have to have a linear reason behind it. Um, you know, it's just, it just is. And when I look at your org field, it's pretty organized. And so you're, you have a strong linear approach to life. So, I mean, you might even want to think about studying coaching or getting a certification in coaching. Um, and that doesn't mean that you couldn't do energy work. Of course, if that's something that brings you joy, then that's something you're meant to explore and, and participate in. But you, you like to be concise in your information. You like it to be factual and you want it to be purposeful. So coaching kind of feels like a good, um, a good oh. way to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and can you tell me how many guides I have? Mm-hmm. You have 11, which is a fabulous number. In fact, I'm being told that you knew for a long time you needed to get a divorce, and you waited, and you waited, and you waited. Wow. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. So people who have 11 guides actually do very well in partnership. And your guide said that they, you know, that you knew this wasn't the right relationship for you for a really long time. Yeah. And, and, and you're meant to, if you're going to partner, to have a very successful, happy, fulfilling partnership. And you kind of suffered, you know, and probably for the kids, which I don't recommend. You know, um, my daughters love their father very, very much. We've been divorced for about a decade. And mm-hmm. every Mother's Day, they thank me for getting a divorce. They do. You know, we, we go out to dinner and we do a, a little cheers. They started this, um, you know, lovely uh, exercise. And, and it's not because they don't love us. It's because they're happier that we're not together because we're happier. Mm-hmm. Right. So so they get better parenting. Getting anything, should I leave the area? 
Um, that is a possibility that's coming around the corner. But right now, I think you need to spend time nurturing yourself. I'll, I'll know more later because your field's so, um, you know, frayed. It's hard to really get a good hit on you because you're, like you said, you're in so much transition. In fact, I think taking like an assault bath every single day or three times a week for like 20 minutes would be great for your aura. Well, like clean it out, get rid of the stagnant energy because you're doing so much release and grieving right now that you want to keep that happening even on an energetic level and keep your fields as clean as possible. And then you'll, in about six months, you'll get a better idea if you, if moving would be a good idea, but I think it would be a hard decision to make right now. Okay. Okay. Okay, did you say take a salt bath? Yeah, so you can put in um, sea salt, like uh-huh. um, half a cup, and okay. soak for 20 minutes and then shower afterwards, and that should really cleanse your aura. Okay. Okay? Great. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller is Meredith calling from Eugene. Hi, Meredith. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How's Eugene? Beautiful here. Oh, okay, I'm Perfect jumping weather. in the car. Yeah, that's it. I'm coming down. I'll see you in about five hours. Great. <laughs> so what can I do for you today? Um, well, I have some ideas about what my life purpose is, but what I'm wondering is what to do right now. I have about a month left of the income that I've been using for the last year or so, and I have to find a job like mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I have one, but it's very few hours. So I'm just kind of wondering if there's anything that you could get as far as direction I should take. I'm just kind of looking for openings at different places and thinking about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get too far off of my interest, you know, and do something that I just don't like doing. But at the same time, I really have to get something now. Right. So. Well, one of your life purposes is to have fun. Yeah, that that is a big part of your life purpose is to truly enjoy your life and have a lot of fun because you take life very seriously. You have since you were an infant, you know, you're one of those, you were one of those babies that sat in their car seat and had a very serious look on their face. (laughs) So part of your life purpose is to have fun. So as you're looking for this next job, I want it to be really fun for you. And so you need to make a list of what would be fun. Like, like being an event coordinator, is that fun? Um, you know, g- getting involved in, in events that you truly enjoy that are fun that you can believe in, would that be fun for you? So I would love for you to make a list of things that you would consider to be fun, not just career-wise, but even add in things that are fun to do on your day off because that helps, will help you stay in the energy. Mm-hmm. And then look for jobs in that arena. So okay. follow your bliss. Okay. Okay. Okay, and can you tell me anything about my guide? Um, well, you're actually going to be getting some new guides. So there is a big shift occurring in your life. You're going to be getting some extra guides because the guides that you have aren't going to be able to cover everything that's going to be changing for you, which is a good sign, by the way. To get new guides is a good sign. It means, whoa, I've graduated. Yay. Um, so you're going to be getting some new guides in the next three months. Okay. Okay? Oh, cool. thank you. Thank you. Have a great day in Oregon. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, on to our next caller. Here in Bellevue, we've got Monica on the line. Hi, Monica. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Marie? I'm so great. Could you go to Oregon and hang out with Meredith for a little bit? Because you're fun. (laughs) Oh, good. Is that true? Are you fun? Well, I am, you know, and I've been, um, I think I'm moving back into that space because I've been 
in a place the last couple of years where I've done a lot of energy work, done a lot of personal healing work. Wow. And I think um, I'm on the cusp of shifting to something that's more, you know, in line with my destiny. Wow. Okay. Well, and, and Meredith, I know you're listening. She's a sweetheart. I actually know who she is. She's taken a few classes for me. She's a total sweetheart. So you can drive down there, hang out with Meredith for a couple days, get her mojo going. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your question, Monica? Well, my question is, um, I've put out feelers in several different areas mm-hmm. that would actually take me in kind of different directions. I know. Um, and my sense is that I've already done the work Yeah. and that whoever's supposed to come first will contact me. Right. Well, here, here's my picture. You're trying to jump on a bandwagon, somebody else's bandwagon, mm-hmm. because you you feel that you need to have the support or the education or something of another person. Mm-hmm. And I get the total opposite. You need to do this on your own. Mm. You need to break out on your own. You're, mm-hmm. you're a very good independent worker anyway. Mm-hmm. So you need to break out on your own and not think that you have to follow someone's belief system or join an organization or yada, yada, yada. You need to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. And it will be very successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think you could do that? I do. I guess I'm just not clear on what it is. <laughs> well, you said you... So tell me what you what you want to do because I thought you wanted to do work um, more in the mystic realm. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, um, I'm a certified healing touch practitioner. Okay. And um, I've also established a volunteer program in a local hospital. Uh-huh. So there's a possible consulting direction there if the interest is there. No. no. So, so in other words, you could do that, but it's, it's not going to feed your fire. You know, yeah. it's like you, you, what I'm getting is that you're ready to work with people who want to grow with leaps and bounds in consciousness. Uh-huh. All right. So that would not probably be in the hospital yeah. where we have, I mean, ultimately that's going to be a, a wonderful area for us. But at the, at the moment, most people who, who come into the hospital either are acutely very, very ill. Mm-hmm. It's hard, much harder to work on your consciousness when you're that sick or they're chronically ill, which means that they probably don't want to work on their awareness because they which they're choosing at this moment in time to be more chronically ill mm-hmm. right so i get an absolute no on more <laughs> hospital stuff um then there's the possibility of working with uh practitioners therapists doctors who are working with people who have conditions that they know that it's emotional related yeah and they know that they need to dig internally in order to move forward right and i like i actually like that idea but i want you to start on your own start a practice you're already certified Mm -hmm. you've already taken an incredible program that's accredited for goodness sakes Mm -hmm. so please go ahead start your own practice and then you can do some consulting with these physicians when they're ready which they're going to be slow about it yeah right you know Mm -hmm. and 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 i think when you build your practice they're going to be smelling you more in a positive way, and then they're going to, oh, we need to go back there and talk to Monica about this. Yeah, because I definitely, I don't want to push. You know, I need to find people who are ready and then do it, because I'm not going to push it. You do need to push someone. Mm-hmm. That's you. Yeah. To get out independently and get moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not convincing you, but I, <laughs> you, you might want to well, I guess list- I see a part as a partnership, too, because one of the things I'm interested in is building community and trying to create the links between aspiring practitioners and people who need access. Yeah. Um, but but th- this is what I'm seeing. I think you're a fabulous manifester. You need to put your energy into you and your in your own practice, and that will follow. But you first need to create your own place for you. Uh-huh. Because what happens with your manifesting is then people dive onto your ducktails. I think that's the right metaphor. <laughs> and and then you get drained from it because they aren't going to do their share of the of the work. So I want you to put your energy into yourself. Uh-huh. 
Okay, so every time you say aha, uh-huh, I know I haven't convinced you yet. So I'd love for you to listen to this show on Sunday, or of okay. course, Alyssa's going to download it today on my archive page on the website, so you can listen to it again today if you want okay. to. Okay. And, and you have resistance towards moving out on your own, and that's where you need to be. Yeah. And do you have any uh, information on my guides? They're just saying the very same, same thing I am. Move out on your own. Move out on your own. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller is Nancy calling from Seattle. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Um, yeah, I just was wondering if I could get a general um, auric reading or yeah. um, just some just some guidance in, um, I don't know where, where you feel strong. There's some strong areas where I, I, uh, I could go, you know, relationship job, where my job is headed, or uh, spirituality, mm-hmm. um, so whatever mm-hmm. you pick up on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of any of those <laughs> above mentioned, I would love to hear what your insight sure. is. Sure, sure. Well, I'm reading your aura, and you, I want to congratulate you for spending less time in your brain. Because okay. you're, you're definitely making some positive movement in that direction. You're spending more time in your physical body, although it's probably less comfortable in your body. Because a lot of times when we get out of our head and we get in our body, we go, oh, that doesn't feel so good. So yeah. you might notice a little bit more aches and pains or sluggishness or things of that nature. But that awareness is very important because then you can do things to shift that. You know, whether you take some more vitamins or supplements or exercise or have a cry or whatever you need to do. You have a slight leak in your aura between the second and the fourth layer of the field. It's very tiny, but um, nevertheless, you do have a leak. And so the third layer of the field is about our mental plane, how we think. However, it relates directly to the third chakra, which is about self-love. The fourth layer of the field is about relationships, which is something you're really, really wanting, by the way. And, um, and so the leak is in between because you do need to spend more time loving yourself so you can have the relationship that you want because you're not ready or not willing to settle for less than that. You've made it clear to the universe what type of relationship you want. Congratulations. I'm proud of you for being precise. Mm. But in order for you to get that relationship, you've got to fall in love with you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have children? I do. And you know how much you love those kids? Yes. That's how much I want you to learn to love you. Yeah. Okay. That's your homework. Uh-huh. And then, okay. and I'm cl- I'm I'm helping to close up the leak right now, um, from afar. But if you could spend time loving yourself, that'll keep that leak from you know will keep it not leaking. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I've I think I've made some progress in that department, though. So you have because you know what I'm talking about. You know, I can yeah. I can feel it when we're having this conversation. Like you even know that self love isn't a thought. It starts as a thought, but it's a feeling. You know, it's it's like when you see you catch a reflection in a mirror or window, and you go, "Oh, that she's so cute and she's so sweet. I just I just adore her or him or whoever." It's that that same feeling we have when we see. A, a stranger's child, you know, newborn baby, we all fall in love with them. Well, it's important for us to have a feeling of that, that same kind of unconditional love for ourselves. It's, it's, yeah. It is everything. It, it corrects relationships. It makes careers fabulous. It, it improves our health. It, that is the magic, the magic um, potion, so to speak. Yeah. 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 I can, I can, that makes a lot of sense to me. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you, Marie. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. 
All right, on to Francis now. Another caller from Oregon, this time from Beaverton. Hi, Francis. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. Yay! What can I do for you today? <laughs> well, I saw you back in February. My sisters and I came to your heart health class with Dr. Oh, Dun Merritt. Yes! Thank you yeah. so much for coming. That's so oh, sweet. Great. Thank you. Great, and we had a good time. And I got to talk to both you and Dr. Sheila about um, like a health issue or a issue that I had where I was having trouble breathing. Right. I remember. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just had a, like, a, I have a difficulty in my, it's like in my solar plexus and sometimes in my heart. And I just, I had you look at me then. So I was just wondering if you could give me a checkup or any yeah, yeah. impressions you have. Yeah. How is the breathing? Has it, has the problem reduced? It has reduced, not Good. completely resolved, but it, it kind of comes and goes. Yeah. Great. So it's reduced. And so in the reduction, is it the number of times it has reduced or is it the severity or is it a combination of that? It's What's, both of those. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that means you're on the right track. That means that whatever you're doing is working and I want you to just keep doing it, but you, you take whatever you're working on, what, what you've decided through your own awareness or through some of the insights you've got from others, whatever tools you're using are absolutely working for you and just kind of step it up a notch. <laughs> I guess that's the trouble. Cause I, I feel, I still feel very unaware, unconscious of where the growth needs to be or is happening or my, my feelings about it. I'm just not sure where it's coming from. And I remember you said to me, you said, uh, when you step into your own power, <laughs> that will loosen up. Your diaphragm will loosen up. Yay! Because cause when we think of breath, and when we have mm-hmm. a hard time taking a breath or we get some tachycardia, you know, our heart starts to race because we're having a hard time taking a breath, that is simply fear. Ah. Simply fear. And so if I was talking about your personal power, then perhaps there is some fear about you being empowered. And so when you have a, a, a panic attack, because that's basically what these are in my mind, mm-hmm. that then, you know, that even, again, convinces you that you can't be empowered to the point that you could potentially, because now you need to take care of your respiratory system and your, <laughs> and make sure that your anxiety decreases because yikes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would do some mirror work, and okay. that means you're going to look in the mirror, make, make direct eye contact, and tell yourself that you are, say something to this effect, the woman in the mirror, this woman in the mirror is learning to feel self-empowered. Okay. All right? And, I'm and writing I, it down, yeah. Okay, and I would <laughs> even add, every day in every way, this woman in the mirror is becoming more and more empowered. Okay. Okay. Can you tell me what you see in my chakra there? Am I, am I tight? Am I... It looks better. My the, the, okay. the diaphragm definitely looks looser to me and better. So I was really happy when I asked you those questions that indeed that is what's occurring in the physical world. So yeah, it definitely okay. looks better. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for calling in and thanks for driving to the class <laughs> a few months ago. We certainly appreciate that. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. Yes. Have a great Take day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, now we're going to talk to Sandy calling from Bremerton. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Sure. Um, Well, I'd like to know if I have any guides and Mm -hmm. how many if I do. But my question was that I'm 64 years old and I haven't got a clue why I'm here on Earth (laughs) except maybe just to experience um, an easy life. I don't know. Well, uh, I, thankfully, I think your life has been relatively easy. However, I'm a little bored when I'm in your energy field. So I think that it hasn't been as exciting 
as you probably need it to be. And I think you're afraid of excitement. You also have seven guides, which is an indicator that you're, you're, you know, having a spiritual practice is really incredibly important to you. It's one of the main reasons why you came here is to manifest a healthy spiritual connection while you maintain a physical body. Um, And so I think your life needs to be stirred up a little bit. I keep seeing like a stir fry in a walk. <laughs> okay. yeah, really? And the oil's hot. <laughs> we just got to okay. throw in those mixed vegetables and stir them around and allow for, you know, some more delicious juice in your life. So you have had an easy life from what I can see, and I would love for you to mix it up. Okay. All right? All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Just enough time to get to our last caller, uh, Laura, calling from Fresno. Great. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, that was such a nice thing to say. I'm so glad you're wonderful. I'm lovely. (laughs) Thank you. So what can I do for you? Well, I'm calling about um, actually my divine plan. Um, I'm kind of worried and a little bit anxious that I'm getting in the way of myself. And Uh um, I just want to make sure that me being dreamy, because I'm actually kind of bored. Um, (laughs) Even though I'm really happy, I'm bored in my relationship and... I'm ready to get going, and um, I know that I'm close, but I find myself sort of now really going into control mode, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted your advice on that. Well, um, as soon as I heard your voice, I actually saw uh, a class that I participated in a couple weeks weekends ago with um, astrologer Deborah Silverman, and so I I have a sneaky suspicion you've got a lot of water in your chart. I think you're very psychic, by the way, and and I think boredom is a really good thing. And we're going to have to wrap this up because I'm getting the numbers. How many more minutes I have left? <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Um, I think you're very psychic, and boredom means that it's time to do something different. And I think for you, way off the charts of what you normally normally do. I'd love for you to study intuition. I would love for you to do that and really look at your insight and become friends with your third eye and figure out how that can work for you in your life. And I don't necessarily mean it has to be professionally, but I think it definitely needs to be in your life at the very least actively personally. Okay. Okay. So okay. I'm so sorry I have to cut this short because we're actually going to go off the air. We're, we're done with our entire hour. So maybe you can call back next week, Laura, and we can continue this conversation. And I would like to thank everyone for tuning in from wherever you were around the world. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I look forward to just talking to you next week. Joyful blessings. Mm-hmm.